Boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That's right, and we have a killer episode for you today. Uh, we have Robbie Carter in the studio. He's going to be talking about, I'm not even going to attempt to try to list all the fishing tournaments that this gentleman is a part of. <laughs> we'll just unpack that uh, throughout the episode. Uh, but before we jump in, you know the you know the routine if you've been listening to the show long enough. Uh, we're going to thank our sponsors, man. 2023 is the year of keeping your mouth clean. So uh, <laughs> go, go run over and get you a great local dentist, uh, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. You can check them out on the socials at Southern Magnolia Smiles, uh, Facebook and Instagram. If you're looking for a great local dentist, they're located on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs, and we highly suggest you go check them out. We are both patients of his as well. Uh, give him a call at 228-215-1202 and book that appointment. Tell him that you heard about him on the Brownwater Banter Podcast. Uh, coming up next is Hill Tree Marketing. That's our good buddy, uh, Jesse Hill. Uh, he put together a team of uh, talented individuals who can take you from concept or no concept to full-blown professional website. Uh, and again, they're local, the local team. So they specialize in the IT side of it, the uh, photography side of it, the videography side of it. He's got a drone he can throw up, man. He can take you. If you're a small business owner or a content creator, whatever reason you might need a website, he's a one-stop shop and he's local. So jump over to HilltreeMarketing.com. Yeah, he does a great job. That's right. And check him out. Our good buddy Rocky over at Cedar Swamp, Goche Van Cleve Road. Small shop, big stuff, uh, all the apparel you could want. He's got brown water gear in there, um, rods, reels, fishing tackle, the whole nine yards, man. Go check him out. He's on Facebook, see the number two, and then yeah. Swamp. About to have a second location. Yeah, coming in Gulfport. I've been yep. following the progress there. So uh, He's also got Mississippi uh, Coastal Angler Magazine as well. Yeah, Caitlin's got Alabama, so they got pretty much the whole coast. Correct. Sewed up. So check them out, man. Uh, we're proud to have them a part of the show as well. Uh, Taylor and Cox Law Firm. Perhaps you find yourself in the need for some uh, legal representation. Well, they've been practicing law over in Pascagoula for 30 years. They specialize in criminal law, family law, and civil litigation defense. Uh, if you find yourself in that boat, give them a shout. 228-696-0111. Tell them you heard about them here on the Brownwater Banter Podcast. Uh, they come highly recommended from all the people we know in that industry. And uh, before we get into it again, we're going to mention the Bay Rat Bash that we have coming up. That's our partnership with Fish in the South. It's going to be a catfish tournament, hardhead catfish tournament, April the 1st at the Blind Tiger in Biloxi. Um, you can register for the tournament right inside the Brownwater Banter app. So if you don't have the app downloaded on your phone already, I don't know why you wouldn't. Get it. But go ahead and download it. There's a, uh, a tile inside of the app. You just smash that and take you right to the registration. Turn a hardhead catfish into uh, $700. And we'll get more into that as uh, as it goes along. So I think that's all the sponsors we got now, Joey. That's it, yep. Did I go too fast that you didn't finish sharing it out? Yeah, but you can go ahead and start <laughs> it. Uh, no, you win. So, yeah, I win. I beat you. So, uh, Robbie, man, first of all, thanks for uh, joining us here in the studio today. What? Uh, where do we start on, on your fishing tournaments? I think you have a long list of tournaments that you're involved in. Um, I guess, how did you get into it to begin with? My dad. Okay. Everything I do, I do with my dad. All right, um, I like when that. When it comes to the fishing tournaments, um, I mean, let's just start with the one we got going on right now. We've got the Louisiana Tuna and Wahoo Classic. Mm -hmm. That's a spinoff. Um, you know, everything revolves around the Mississippi Gulf Coast Billfish Classic. That right. Led to all the other events that we have going on. Um, the Louisiana Tuna and Wahoo Classic. It's a three-month event. You get six days of fishing out of it, and Right now, we've got Hunter Caballero with Paradise Outfitters. He just weighed three tuna over 200 pounds yesterday. So right now, he's sweeping the board, but there's still over a month of fishing left and a lot of teams out there. So they can run out of, basically, there's 12 weigh stations, you know, from Port Aransas all the way to Destin. Right. But the bulk of the big tuna 
coming out of Louisiana. Right. Like, Venice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J- just from that introduction right there and what little bit of tournament work we've done, I got like massive anxiety of how you would manage all those yeah. different way stations and multiple days of, of weighing fish. Like, I already don't envy what you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, you get, it's, um, you start working with a lot of the same people over and over again. It's all relationship based. A lot of right. you work with your friends. Um, but it's just trying to get them all together in, in these separate games that we have. You know, it's like walking into a casino and you've got your tuna, you've got your wahoo, your mahi, your swordfish. We've got yeah. something a little bit for everybody. Uh, but no, it's a really cool event. You know, I work with the Louisiana Tourism, you know, doing those events. Do a lot of stuff out of Venice and Grand Isle area. Yeah. Um, so we have that event going on and that'll go through April 8th. And then we'll have a month off and then we'll do our first Marlin tournament of the season. And that's the Louisiana Gulf Coast Billfish Classic. Um, that'll be May 1st through the 7th. At the same time, we kick off the first leg of our Swordfish Showdown. That's a month-long event. So you got multiple tournaments going You're on at the same time. Well, Holy Yeah, well, we've, got, we've got one more in the month of May. Oh. But um, to kick off the, the Louisiana Billfish Tournament, um, that's going to be our first one that's aired on CBS Sports, through the Sport Fishing Championship. So that's a two-event marina. We'll run out of Venice, Cypress Cove, Renee yeah. Cross, and then we'll have... Uh, you know, another marina, we use Grand Isle Hurricane Hole, um, Don Hargroder and his awesome staff down there. So it's a lot going on, a lot right. of fun. Uh, have you ever been down there? Uh, I've been to Venice, not not fishing out of Grand Isle at all. Yeah. Check out both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great time in Venice. It was amazing. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. Where where did this brainchild start? I mean, you said your father, right? He was a big fisherman. Um, were, there, were there many tournaments before he got into it? There wasn't a lot out there. Um, there were several events that were established, especially through the Mobile Big Game Club, New Orleans Big Game Club, Houston. Yeah. Um, Houston had Poco Bueno. Um, but, you know, th- there were established events, but there were none out of a casino yet. And so my dad, um, you know, how it began, he went out fishing with a, a good friend of his, Bill McClellan, um, one of the former, you know, members or owners of uh, Astro Ford. Right. They had a book called the Astro Four. And so they were fishing a tournament, and they went out there. And Bill was working, I think he was working with that dealership, but he's also the co-founder of Marlin Magazine. And so during that trip, they, you know, he pointed out, you know, Bill had done tournaments for the Oyster Bar. He was like, you go so far out, whether you're going out of Destin, you're going out of Venice, you go to the same fishing grounds. Um, but what better way to have an event out of a casino? Because the people that can go into a casino and play around, they can do that. You know, those who have big sport fishing boats can do that also on the water. So that's basically how the Mississippi Gulf Coast Billfish Classic came about, and that was about 27 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize it was that long ago. Yeah. I guess it was. Zip so th- that's, that's the baby, right? That's where it all came from. That's our bread and butter. And I guess, like we talked about earlier, some people said that y'all were part of the, the Mississippi Big Game Club at one time. I guess your father was. He has in years past. He's yeah. a member of and the club. And it kind of like split up, and then he started on his own. Or he, start, he, he started it up on his own. Yeah, he did this on his own. Now, he had, now I don't want to say... We don't do anything on our own. You know, right. You've got to have a, a team. We have yeah. our core group, but we also, people that have been with us since day one, um, Jack Teschel, Danny Patalib, his family. Yeah. Um, and Bert Merritt, and a lot of our friends and family from Pensacola, you know, that helped start this event off. They've been with us since day one, but they also helped me with the other tournaments that we have going on in some aspects. Yeah. When, they, when those old big game clubs, were they tied together, or was it just like Pensacola, this is one spot, this yeah, is one spot? Yeah, they had their own 
Yeah, there was nothing spots. really throughout the whole Gulf Coast until y'all came around. And well, you had Bay Point that was out of Panama City. They were established, but the the big events at the time those were club events. Right. You know, Memorial Day was Mobile Big Game Club, which that's our third event in May, and that's the Gulf Coast Masters. Um, you know, we do that one out of Orange Beach Marina and the Long family and uh, the Mobile Big Game Club are awesome. Great group of people that we work with for that event too. It's 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 amazing to me the the money and the I mean what it's grown up to be because what do you remember the first one? You'd have been what about thirteen if my math's right. I had a my uncle Stevie. Um, he's got Coastal Pharmacy. You're probably familiar with the Notion Springs. He let me borrow his fourteen foot skiff to haul ice around the marina, right? And deliver you know groceries to the boats. And that's when I was like, wow, like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is a whole nother level. Right. But I mean, I'm talking about. But money wise. Like boat wise. Like what was the first one? What were the bigger boats then? And they've grown. They've yeah. grown. They, your biggest one probably was 60 feet, 55, 60 feet. That was right. just like uh, huge. Right. Um, and the, you know, we got, you know, I think 50 or 60 boats about that time. But it really just took off because of where it was. It was, you know, it was hosted at a casino. Right. right. And it's just entertainment on and off the water nonstop. It, that's, I guess that has to be because, man, I mean, last time we saw it, it was here. Helicopter passes over. Yeah. Boom, lands right there by Danny's. He fuels up his boat, jumps off his helicopter, and jumps on his boat. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This is, this is big game yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a whole nother level, like I said. But it's cool about what we do is, you know, you've got the weekend warriors that, you know, get their buddies together to come fish the events. And then you've got people that do – you know, 10, 12 events a year, you know, you know, and when they're not doing them Gulf, you know, Mexico, they're going, you know, Costa Rica and the Bahamas. Would you consider it like a professional fisherman that, that, that are those people or these are just people? I would think so. They're, okay. I mean, they're just, you know, there's an open checkbook. Yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> but they, these guys know what they're doing. But what's cool about our events is that also the weekend warrior has a chance to win the big money. Right. Yeah. You know, because a lot of our events is based on heaviest fish. But, you know, you win lots more in, you know, your optional entries. Or right. Calcutta's, what yeah. have you. Yeah. Brown bags, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah. But it, what, what, I guess it's cool. I don't know. The, the, the amount of money and the amount of that it's changed because of the, you think the casino is 100% to do with that? Well, just everything we have on the Gulf Coast. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, when we have people come from out of town, I'd say 95, more than 95% of our teams are from outside of the area. They're coming for the gaming. They're coming for the restaurants, Ocean Springs, which has really evolved. There's just a lot of more in Margaritaville. There's a lot more to do for families. Oh yeah, than ever yeah. Before. They got the new pier that, opening we, up. It's kind of like what we touched on with Joe Allen, who was running the tuna trips out of Biloxi. He said the same thing. You know, you know Venice is everybody knows, right? Like the tuna's down there. You're not going to catch bigger fish than down there. Yeah. But what else is down there? Right, so his Nothing. angle and his business model was pulling people in that he could still take them out and catch tuna. But when you came back in, or when you brought the family in, there was things for the wife to do, or the kids to do, or you to do when you got off the boat. Go to Mary Mahoney's and eat. Go to a casino, gamble, whatever. Versus, you know, Venice doesn't have any of that. It's got a dollar store and a daiquiri right. shop. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and no, some people I, like that. Right. Yeah. Some people and want the, that. Don't forget about the den. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but, uh, but there's, you know, it's a different animal. Um, you know, I was just there for the Nutri Radio last weekend. And that's one of the things I'm working with tourism is to try and get more things going on down there because you have the LNG plant being built. Mm -hmm. It's going to create thousands and thousands of jobs. So they, these guys are going to need an outlet, whether it's going on, you know, hunting in airboats, hog hunting, 
nutra hunting fishing right it's just got to be a lot more man shit yeah that's what it is it, it right. really is yeah, right. but it's fun yeah firecracker stand some kind of alcohol <laughs> yeah. and we need to be able to catch or shoot something yeah absolutely yeah there you go solved <laughs> well how was the nutra rodeo it's a, it's, it was an experience yes yeah. i've heard it is i mean just imagine running around in an airboat in the middle of nowhere well i mean these guys knew where they were right well, I mean, you're going down a canal one moment, and then you're going over a levee out into a field when you're with shotguns, and <laughs> it's, just, it's controlled chaos. Right. Look, yeah. uh, did, what did, they, did they eat them? I guess they, they eat you them. You can. I've they heard they're good. I heard I they're these good would have babies all over. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they were mangled. They were all <laughs> yeah. just blasted Shredded, away. <laughs> like shredded pork. <laughs> yeah. We, we said a second ago, I guess if it's 27 years old, you're about our age, you said you'd be around 13 when it That'd started. Be 40 Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... What it, what's what is it like watching that? Joey's asking about the boats and, and and the growth there, but what about the internal growth? Like, like I said, like what little bit we've done over three years. Like I see now the growth that we've had. I can only imagine with y'all the logistics side of it, the the personnel management, the sponsorships, the, the you know the whole gamut of stuff. Like how has that been coming up through the ranks of that? Well, I mean, I brought the marketing side of things. Okay. You know, there was no social media. We used to do these big magazines, and they were a pain to put together. Right. And, you know, I would spend months selling the ads and what have you, and then I'd look at it a few times and discard it. Correct. And I'd say about 2016 is when, you know, I jumped into the social media, and that's it took off because no one was doing it for tournaments. And when I first started... You know, when I had that skiff mm -hmm. um, that my uncle loaned me, you know, I had a camera that my grandma gave me, and I loved taking pictures of all the boats. So I'd go down, you know, CVS or whatever it was back at the time, get all my photos developed and give them out to the boats. Yeah. But I didn't do anything with them. And my buddy from way long ago, Ricky Matthews. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we used to fish the SK circuit back, um, back in the mid-90s. And he used to tell me, you need to do something with all these photos. One day you need to do some of these photos. I'd make these photo albums for us and, you know, just put them on a shelf. And that's when I found an outlet through social media. And that's why you see us so heavy on it. Um, yeah. Because we're just very content oriented. Um, Smart. That has changed. But as far as the core group, um, in terms of who handles registration, the clothing sales, you know, the execution of the weigh-in, Yeah, nothing's changed except we brought on more, you know, people have Help. had kids and yeah. we brought our family members because when you come to our event, you will notice that it's it's all family friends that are yeah. running it. Yeah. What do you think your numbers-wise your team consists of, if you had a rough, rough estimate? To for, for a miss, oh, probably about 30. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah, you, yeah. Is your father still with, he's still, is he still with us, your father? Oh, yeah. No, okay, that's, okay. that's, yeah, that's his... That's his baby. Okay, I, I'll just, yeah. I help him. I make it look pretty for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just hoping he was still there. But what oh, I'm saying yeah. is, uh, how is he taking it since the first one to see the growth and stuff like that? He's probably just brimming Ecstatic with joy. Ecstatic that it's it's still it's you know people still get excited about it. Yeah, right. You know, at uh, Oak Park, I give all my kids um, T-shirts for Christmas for the you know for their classrooms and what have you and. You don't understand the calls that I get and texts I get. Hey, can my son brought home this T-shirt from class? We want one. Yeah. Um. It's just it, the community is really familiar with it. Yeah. Because it's been going on for so long. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's just it's yeah, it's just really a part of us. Yeah, it really is. It really is. What What was that? Not last year, year before, or last year when they had the state, year before, year before the shit, uh, when uh, they broke the swordfish. Oh yeah, yeah. we yeah, were there yeah. for that. We yeah, were down yeah. There we for were that. streaming, and he was streaming right next to us. And yeah, it's like the number of people watching that on just 
our stream was small compared to what y'all stream is. Y'all streams, you know, way up there, and just the number of people watching it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was far fetched. I yeah. mean, the state record was seventy two pounds. Right. And I found this company out in Reno to sell me an insurance policy, and so my buddy Kevin Beach was like, "You ought to get see about getting some contingency policies." And it's like, you know, if you're in the winning boat and you've got a Yamaha, it'll pay out X amount. So uh, my friends over at Freeman, um, I talked to them. They're like, hey, why don't we get a policy? If you're in a Freeman, you get 100 grand. So the tournament got a policy. So if you won the tournament, heaviest fish to break the state record, that was 100 grand in insurance money. You had another 100 if you were in a Freeman. You got another 50 if you had a Hilton's chart user on board. You got another twenty-five grand if you gaffed it with a Marsh Tacky gaff. <laughs> you got twenty-five grand if you used Killer Bee bait. You got twenty-five grand if you used a Poseidon rod. So Nick Stanzik came up and awesome. won the tournament with these guys, and they basically hit a six-game parlay. And Tony Petro, um, he threw in a, a Nissan. Um, I think it was a Tundra. He uh, he threw in a truck. So they won three hundred seventy-six thousand dollars cash in a truck from Tony. It was nuts. Is that for the swordfish you're talking about? That was just for the swordfish. Yes. Dog. So last year, uh, we did it again. It was the, it was the year before last night. It all started to blend up after a while. Yeah, uh, yeah Donnie, no, it's hard. My buddy Donnie Jackson, we got another policy for 200, I think it's 250 grand, and he won that too. So insurance companies, it's it's – He's been on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah he told yeah, he the, told story, the story, which I'm sure you there know. You go. He almost didn't make it yeah. to the weigh-in. Like he was like on fumes trying yeah. to get there. Yeah, he great talked story. To him about his dad, I mean, he was just trembling when you know he caught that fish. Yeah, and well, you know he they made it, and it was just really cool to see a father-son duo, you know, pull that off. Yeah, he had to run all the way back to Venice to fuel up, then run all the way back to Biloxi. He, he said he he didn't even hit a wave. He said it didn't matter how. <laughs> he just yeah, just go. Yeah, yeah. That was that was an intense. I was like. That was an intense story for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was pretty and, crazy. And not even realizing all the money that was on the line. I mean, I knew it was big, but then I later found out how good those fish taste too. So. Swordfish are delicious. <laughs> oh, they're they in a truckload of them. Yeah, they had a lot of friends in the neighborhood with those things. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's that's killer, man. And like you said, putting it there by the casino. It's weird that nobody had done that before. I find that strange. But I get, well, it had only been open for a yeah, couple of years. Yeah, that's true. But I guess throughout the U.S., it was though, the no, nowhere else throughout the U.S. was doing that. No, because they were all inland. Biloxi, like Biloxi, was like the first place to yeah. break out of the Vegas scene. Yeah, and then the Florida, and then Louisiana, I think, or Louisiana, and then Florida. But yeah, it's the only ones by the water. So but we had actually in the early two thousands. I was working with a um, a company called Saltwater Videos while I was in college, and there was a we'd go down to the Bahamas to film fishing tournaments, and there was a Isla Capri down there. So we had a there was an event that was the Bacardi. And that was going on during spring break. And at the same time, when I was working for that company, we were also in charge of entertaining all the road rules and real world people. <laughs> so we would fly them in. We would like babysit them and film them doing all the th antics with right. all the yeah, college yeah, students. Yeah. And then it was all going on at the same time as the Bacardi Billfish Tournament. So you're like watching that go down too? And I yeah. I, so I, I went back to Baton Rouge. I changed my major from pre-med to marketing. Really? I was done. Done nice. I was like, I want to be around the boating. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. That's pretty killer. Who was on the real world road rules at the time? Do you remember? Was it uh, Steve Vaughn on it at that time? The New Orleans cast, uh, Hawaii, and there was some, uh, was it in Washington? I don't remember. 
I don't know. Tell you that was a good old day. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. but it was still, you know, it was while it was prevalent. Oh, it was, it was huge. Yeah. And then Vandersloot came along and just annihilated all spring breaks, and that was the end of <laughs> Dunzo. Yeah, yeah. For down down in yeah. that area. So you said the first uh, casino you worked with was the Ala Capri mm-hmm. down here. It's really, the only one. Really? Okay. And then, well, I guess it changes now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, they got a good setup down there. Yeah. It's just, it's all inclusive. Yeah. It's, it's all been at the same spot the entire time. Yeah. All, always been there. Yeah. It that's, used to be Kingfish tournaments, and we do, that's another one we'll do in June, the week after the Billfish tournament. Uh, we'll do the Kingmaster presented by Yellowfin. Uh, but back in the day, that was, you know, Kingfish tournaments, you know, there weren't that many going on at that time mm-hmm. either. So you used to, you'd see several hundred Kingfish boats. That's when I fished with Ricky. Yeah. Um, is when all that was in its heyday. How much fish in tournaments do you, how many tournaments do you fish now after, uh, you know, always being around and always running them? Do you still join I will them? Do your, I'll do the Bay Rat Bash. <laughs> yeah, right. I really will. I'll really? do that one. You do Kenny? You do no, Kenny's tournament? I li- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like w- the ones that I compete in are the ones I can do with my kids, and there's like zero stress. Sweet. Yeah. That's just like I did the pole bowl down in Venice. That was fun. Um, I like low key like stuff I can do with my kiddos. Yeah, yeah. that that was our angle was uh, tra- trash fish that people can catch off of a pier and yeah. with their children, or and not have a boat, right? Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to open it up to people that may not always fish tournaments. Absolutely, no, yeah. you need to because you know that's how you you get them hooked. Right, right. That's where it all starts. Because I mean, my fascination with boats. You know, when my dad first started with the casinos, we'd go walk the docks at the Broadwater, mm-hmm. and those things were just. I mean, it was like, wow, look at these boats. And then you look back water. at it, and it's like, man. I know. <laughs> they've like, improved. I, the raw water was I, out. I, yeah. I miss that place. Like, I mean, it's, it's the, the remnants of it are there. But that used to be a really nice yeah. place. Yeah, there's like the little restaurant. You just go walk yeah. around and just see the setup because there's nothing like it's it. It's old Biloxi. Like, that. I don't, you know, it'll never be back. Not, not in that way. Not in that way. Yeah, yeah, not in that yeah, way yeah, ever, yeah. you know. I don't know. Maybe it will. <laughs> they keep saying somebody's going to buy it and turn well, it into a movie theater or well, something. Well, that, that, big, like that. that big yeah. production. But I haven't heard them talk about it anymore. No, so that they just throw it out there just to test the waters. I know. Yeah. I know. It was the, the Kiss Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was it. Yeah. No, they Probably just put their feelers out. That's weird, too. I wish we'd have got it, though. I still think that that place is, a, is something that could be done there. But they, they just never – Oak Street was all tore up at the time. It's kind of off the beaten path, and they didn't have a, a hotel, which I think they were contractually obligated to what you have built. What, oh, it used to be Margaritaville. Yeah, that used to be Margaritaville. And then it was going to be the that's where the Kiss Hotel was supposedly going to go. They were going to buy that property. Yeah, Margaritaville, they found success. That's yeah. you know, good for them. Yeah. And they're just going to keep growing and growing, but they cater to something that's needed, and that's the family. They, they just announced, I guess they're about to open. Is it f- tomorrow? The, those yesterday. Was it? It was yesterday. It opened yesterday. The beer thing. Yeah. I saw a lot of people get them flack on the price. Apparently, it's like seventy five dollars for a day pass, and I'm just like, well, I, mean, I don't know, man. Got to pay what? for those materials. That's right. That's what I'm, I'm like. Keep the lights on all day long. Keep burning news. I'm like, have you priced <laughs> eggs? Like, you know what I mean? Like, or milk? I mean, just, things went up. Yeah. It sucks. I'm not happy about it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you expect them not to either. Mm. <laughs> the whole facility opened. The, or just the bar. No, no, no. I think it's like just the pieces. pier. It's called the Paradise Pier or whatever it's called. Uh, some pier. Yeah, the, the rides, think, the Ferris wheel. Yeah, the I whole think it's nine. all. I, I could be. We could be totally wrong, but I think it is. Yeah, I think we'll go find out. Yeah, we'll do my it. kids will drag me over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you what, what do you like fishing off of all these? What's your favorite type of fish? Marlin. Why? You uh, know what? Mahi. One of my most my, one of my favorite experiences is going on the backside of chandelier and sight casting for trout. Like okay. the redfish. 
It's just because that's are in our backyard and so easily yeah. accessible. Yeah. Um, I've done all the other stuff. You know, Chase Marlin all over the place. I think I have like five or six on my list. I don't have the, the short build um, fish, missing the swordfish. Um, but no, it, that's fun. I want to see my kids do it now. Yeah. But stuff that I can do repeatedly is, you know, I like I like inshore. I like going to Louisiana. I'm glad he said it because I always, when we get in these discussions, I'm kind of like lean that way too. I mean, I, I have not the fishing experience that you have. I've been to Cabo, St. Lucas a couple of times and fished down there and that's super fun. But trout fishing is just, I don't know why it's different. It's just more, it's different. I can do that. Going to these other events or venues and out of the country, you know, I step onto a boat. I'm like on, on their team. Right. You know, they've got everything in control. I don't really, I'm not really, you know, bringing much to the table except a camera. <laughs> um, but, you know, home and stuff, that's stuff that I can do with my kids. Like I said, and my, my dad, too. You know, they get off of school, they go down to Kenny's, jump on a boat, and off to Katrina Reef, they go. Right. You know. Do you, uh, you say you film a lot, like when you compete, like when you're a member or participating? No, so in I do a lot of my own content create. Content creation um, with my good friend Fred Salinas. Okay, like I do, just about everything I do is with him. Okay, um, you're probably familiar with him in the industry and also working with the shed. Okay, um, you know he just he does a lot for me. He works with the Chamber of Commerce too, just um, in different sport fishing outfits in Guatemala. Okay, so but, the, the the content create you're doing is it strictly for your tournaments yeah. that you're okay? Okay, yeah. So it's like yeah. I got a lot of good stuff, but yeah. very still hand, but I know what to look for. My forte is not editing. I've got tons of B-roll you could, you know, make all kinds of things with. But, uh, you know, I'm more into clips and photos, you know, throughout social media, not so much video production. So while that, yeah. while the tournament's going on, like, like for Bill, Billfish, right, for instance. I have people you, helping me. Okay. I was like, because oh, you got to yeah. be everywhere, yeah. right? I, I mean, am. So spread thin. Yeah. Because you got to make sure sponsors are taken care of. Um, you got to just make sure everything's covered and is executed like you've been promoting for the past year. Yeah. 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 So we have, like I said, we have a team, but we've been doing it over and over again. When it comes event week, everyone just knows their role. I like that. Which helps us start more events. Yeah. Like, yeah. Last, what was it? I think it was two years ago when y'all had the, the shotgun start and you were filming it on top of, I think it was one of the casinos, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. That was, like, if you've never seen a shotgun start with those big boats, hold on. Yeah, I think I think uh, our buddy Robbie sent us. Didn't he send us yeah. a clip, too? Yeah, it was, it was him. Oh, was that Robbie? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Robbie Williams. Robbie sent it to us, but it was him filming it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought our friend Robbie <laughs> no, recorded no, that. But that's, yeah. that's my passion is because, like I said, it started with taking pictures of boats when the event first started, and I just, you know, I, I love taking boat photos, and you know, some of my friends will mess with me when I step on. They call me the cooler because everything, like, shuts down, but we'll walk away with a bunch of cool photos, but not the best at producing fish oh. ask, ask brett ryan about that oh you got that kind of that black cloud oh no. i do i do well i was gonna ask uh, I, I was gonna I, ask, I know a guy like yeah, that i know a, a guy just like that way. so you're more uh, this is another good little unlock for me like you're more into the camera and taking the photo than you are real in the fishing no i like to but when i do like you know, marlin it's like more of bucket list um you know i don't you know, I don't want to catch like 500 marlin. I don't want to catch a bunch of tuna. I've done it once. I'm good. All right, yeah. I'd rather see other people do it. Right. And grow my events out of it. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up earlier about last year. This is a true story. We're sitting at Destin for, at Crab Island um, at the hotel room, and we see the Billfish Classic on TV. And I'm like, what, the, what is this? What's going on here? What, when did that start? Well, through the CBS. So, yeah. All right. So that was a project I've been working on for the past two years um, with a guy named Mark Neifeld and Lance Gerlach and Callie with the Sport Fishing Championship. We wanted to have a series, 
you know, throughout the Gulf and the East Coast and eventually make it international, um, that was also sponsor driven. You know, it wasn't, you know, people weren't having to buy in and put up all these crazy entry fees to win this astronomical amount of money. Right. So, you know, our events operate as they would any day of the week, but, you know, it just, it added more marketing right. that we didn't have before. TV was something that we were missing and these guys were not, they, they knew nothing about fishing. They relied on us for that. Right. So they brought that element of marketing and production that we did. So when we were in Grand Isle last year, we had a drone show in the sky that people had never seen before, especially in the in the bayou. I mean, just imagine 200 drones popping up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, what on earth have we got I've heard here? of that. I've seen yeah, clips like doing of Yeah, American flag. Yeah, like yeah we did a marlin in the sky. Um, thank you, Louisiana. It was really cool. Um, but that was just a whole other element people had not experienced before. Did, I'm sure y'all got some good turnaround on the TV, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and we'll, we're going to notice it this year with our entries, if it had any impact. Because like I said, these events, have, they're established. They're very relationship-based. People come because of you know, our network and who we are. And mm -hmm. you know, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, but we're hoping that this TV will bring in a whole other avenue and additional entries to this. So you said that was a CBS that did that? So the Sport Fishing Championship, they have advertising through CBS Sports. Okay. Yeah. So you, that's why you would see, and you'll see that you know reruns throughout the year. Um, we've got three events on it. We've got the Louisiana Gulf Coast Billfish Classic. That's the first Gulf leg. Um, then we'll do Gulf Coast Masters. You, that'll be on CBS, and then the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, Billfish so Classic. they they send like the CBS film crew they guys, bring a full the, the whole film crew. Yeah, they bring an army of really? people, and then everyone just disperses. They're not there to hang out and party. They come in, they execute their film job. Yeah. Turn in their cards. They're off to. You know, they're going from Biloxi to, you know, God knows where. So would they have been at the the one where the the two years ago when we were there for the uh, when the swordfish record was broken? Were they at no. that one? Okay, because I'm trying to remember. Like I it don't was the next seeing, year. Yeah, it was the next year. 2022 was our first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, stuff on okay, CBS okay. So so okay. I, will they be at this year's? Yes. Okay, I, I'm gonna go. I'm, we go anyway just to see yeah. the fish, but I want to go just to watch the CBS guys do their thing. You the know, they put a yeah. lot of money into that production, and you'll see it. I mean, just the quality. It's just not just during that event week. It's all year long. You know, they're doing offsite you know podcast interactions with the boat shows and different sport fishing events throughout the world. Wow. What did what did they? Um, when they when they record that, uh, then it then they take it back and edit it all and and put it all out like that. It's like going to Arkansas. Okay, that that's where the all that. So so when we did uh, Louisiana last year, we actually had chase boats that would go offshore, get the memory cards off the cameras, run them back, and then we uploaded it to a system that we had in Grand Isle up to Arkansas where they did the editing. Wow. This year we're hoping to use Starlink. Okay, is that is that Starlink's to say? If it works, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that, you say chase boats, why not wait for them to come back? Because you want it to be they, out want it that quick, like that, yeah. like instantly. And, and a lot of them don't come, a lot of them won't come in for a few days, especially when they're chasing. Yeah, because we do a live feed for two hours on Saturday morning of the event week. Um, now, it's all about catch and release. So the reports that I'm getting from offshore, that what you see on CBS, that's coming through my phone. So I have to relay all that info to the CBS group, and then they'll put that out. Um, just so you have like those instant score updates. Now it's not official, yeah, because people are scattered all over the Gulf, right? Um, but it's just to give you, you know, maintain interest. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, you may not know this, but that Joey, like the whole thing about this podcast going kind of the way it went was Joey wanting to live stream the local, the way the local yeah. weigh-ins, the smaller tournaments. 
Uh, and we've done a bunch of that. Do uh, it. Yeah, no, we've done it. Yeah, yeah we've done yeah. Bass Tactic. We've done a couple. Uh, Kennedy's. We did uh, yeah. Born Flows. The, we catching did a bunch the weigh-in, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've had to learn along the way, and we didn't have a CBS budget either. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's, no, but giving people access you know, from home that you know, couldn't make it out for whatever reason, just giving that vantage point. Well, like you said, 2016-ish is – no, it's probably a little later for us, so like 19 – ish 18 19 it's just but it's like hey the technology's here now and it's affordable right like to do it you know and so we were like well hell let's give it a shot and we've had some you know for our style of what we do we've had some good numbers at kenny's yeah. uh, that day going live from just the cell phone to doing a multi-camera setup uh at some other tournaments but it's fun it's really fun for us yeah no it is and it just and it also helps with your sponsors too it gives them more mm -hmm. visibility correct we we like to do that for any tournament. Mm -hmm. like, same way y'all do. I mean, you do your own. I see you walking around with like a <laughs> cell phone yeah. and a GoPro I mean, and, and three or four other ones. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets it gets crazy. So there's no time to fish. Yeah, yeah. trying to bet. make everything you know go as planned. So you mentioned too that the CBS guys they didn't they don't know anything about fishing. So how do you do? Are you directing? The videographers do. Okay. The videographers do. The guys, um, you know that are. Let's say selling the ads and really putting the machine together, yeah. they're not fishermen. Right. But the guys who produce the show, they have a background okay. uh, actually okay. with FLW. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, we have Ronnie Moore. Um, you'd probably recognize him from the Bass World. Um, you know, he's one of our spokesmodels. We have Peter Miller. Um, Justin from, probably knows him. From Bass to Billfish. Yeah. But a lot of the guys that you see filming, you know, even on Deadliest Catch, you know, these videographers, are these are just different gigs to them. <laughs> yeah, do you think you think Starlink's going to change the game? Yeah, I do. Um, well, in terms, of, how about this? When a couple of years ago, I have a friend of mine who was out on M MC one hundred and nine, um, sending me pictures and from out there, right? Giving people that vantage point from out there just opened up. You know, oh yeah, that blew up our social media, no doubt. There's vantage just photos point. though, photos and videos, or and then we have this guy denight flight. I gave him our login for the MGCBC account. So whenever you saw us live, you know, several hundred miles offshore, that's because someone had our login and was able to do that. But it gave people access um, out there that they didn't have before. Now, people do get a little pissed off, you know, because it costs up their fishing spots too. Because yeah. as it's going on, you see who's well, out there. I guess that's what I was going to go to. Do you think this exposure... Right, but when you're talking offshore... Is, we're talking offshore. Oh, yeah. yeah. How oh, the hell, way offshore. How the hell do you know where that's at? Well, they, I mean, when you're on a rig, the, a yeah, rig don't move. Uh, well, okay, the rig. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, that makes more sense. Yeah. Right. But, but I'm, I'm thinking that not all fishing is done on... Some of it's bottom, but most of it's around rigs, okay. especially trolling from... Yeah, yeah I mean, like it that. didn't take long to find yeah. out. All right, there he is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, that's what so I was going to ask. There's no escaping yeah. it. <laughs> there isn't. I mean, but to for the pros, you know, we had an incident a couple years ago. Um, some guys were out on a rig. They were feeding me photos. And there's a boat called, uh, it was May. It was a really beautiful custom. I remember we took a bunch of photos of it right on, um, right out in front of Margaritaville. And these guys were sending me photos from offshore. And I was like, okay, so I'm posting them. Well, I get a phone call um, from a guy. He says, hey, so-and-so, this is so-and-so. We need to get a hold of the guys out on the boat. Um, we can't get through their sat phones. Um, the owner He's probably got a few days left to live. He's gone to the hospital. Holy moly. And his kids were on the boat. So uh. what we did was, the guy who was sending me photos, I was like, hey, can you get on the rig phone and get a hold of the guys down below and let them know they need to call home ASAP. And so they got, they, 
got the message to the boat. The boat got home. Like it was within a couple hours. They just, I mean, they dropped everything. They were able to spend some more time with their dad before. Wow. Uh, yeah. And no, it's, it's either way you're, you're giving access to people they didn't have before. You just got to know how to manage it. Right. Yeah. And what, what's crazy is even, you know, around here, there's a ton of people that have fished their whole lives and never been to the rigs. They've never been offshore. They've yeah. never seen that at night. It's a whole different world out there. Well, it's just like coming to see the fish at the weigh-in. That's right. so cool. Just giving people that, like I said, that access to things that probably out of the reach for most. Yeah. Because it is. Not everyone has a multi-million dollar boat and crew to take them out fishing right. for a few days. And kids, man, they love. I, I can remember being younger and going to the, the uh, what was it, the blowout in Gulfport? The Gulfport Fishing Rodeo. Yeah. And, like, to me as a kid, like, you just were – it's like you were seeing a dinosaur in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? The DC Rodeo. Yeah, all the DC Rodeo. Yeah. yeah. And, and the they big, had them all. The big trashy 400-pound stingray was, like, the <laughs> yeah. coolest fish yeah, there. But so it you're was. Kid. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, look at that stingray. Yeah, you it probably still is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's the same thing at y'all's. I mean, the, the families are out there, and they're they're seeing that, and the kids are digging it. And then they get hooked, and it keeps them interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, and know? eventually those people get their own boats. Yeah. I mean, because we got people that have helped us out as kids, as dock hands and now they're running charters. Yeah. So, um, you know, it just like I say, just keeping the community community really involved. Yeah. Do y'all do y'all have anything? Um, you were talking about taking pictures out there and stuff like that. Do y'all ever have any issues with people trying to finagle where they caught the fish or you know keeping them honest? Has that ever been a problem? You know mm -hmm. that big story that blew up not too long ago with the. That was a bass tournament, I think. Guys shoving lead in the bass. No, it's, a, uh, I can, it's effectively yeah. getting more insurance policies for jackpots, but you don't want to mess around with us in right. cheating. Like, yeah. We will shame you. Yeah. Like, you just don't. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. It's too, it's, I mean, we've had to DQ people in the past. You know, I had an incident um, in my Boston Bluefin event this past summer, and if it wasn't the guy, you, know, you got to follow HMS rules. And this guy was fighting two fish on at the same time. He tied one off. You know, he had already had a kill fish, so he was supposed to go in at that point. There was a guy a couple hundred yards off just filming, you know, through binoculars and just in amazement that this guy was breaking HMS rules. And we got back to the docks. We had actually declared this guy the winner, but we hadn't paid anything out because we did some auditing and found out this guy had done this. And we just reached out to his father. This guy had his own show. Um, just reached out to his dad because the boat was in his dad's name. All oh, the permits yeah. were in his dad's name. Yeah. Like, Look, we're going to DQ him, but no more. Like, we're just going to walk away. We didn't publicize it. Right. Um, but we just... You we'll, just get we'll blackballed. Yeah, yeah, we'll show you the door. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that guy got busted because there was happened to be another boat. He had two fish on at the same time. Like, what? once you had that initial killed bluefin, he's supposed to go in. Right. right. There was just a recreational guy way That's out. That's the part I'm talking about. It just so happens. He saw the next day that his team had won. And so he got a hold of us and yeah. said, and, but this, my buddy Sam Law, who fished on a boat called the Kraken on Wicatuna, he came in second and, we're, and he knew these people. So we're like, look, we got to like straighten this out because he's not the winner. You yeah. are. Yeah. So we we took care of it, but um. That's the there like, you go, people. Don't cheat. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't cheat. That's like it's the less fun part of it, right? But yeah. you know, as massive as y'all are, as many as you have going on, I figured that that would be at least. An but issue. if you stand by the rules that you lay out for everyone, um, if you don't like them, don't fish. Right. Correct. Right. This yeah. is not your tournament, and no you don't doubt. have to. That's why we have all these different games. You know, we have guys that love swordfish mm -hmm. that will never go marlin fishing. Right. And, right. you know, whatever else that we have. Yeah. Everybody's got their their passion. Their when own it comes little to, niche. To fishing. Yeah. yeah. And what they like to do. 
So go through where all your tournaments are. I know you got like 20 of them, right? What's, <laughs> yeah. what's going on right now? <laughs> okay. Off the top of the so head. I'll walk you go. through a calendar. There we so go. We got the Louisiana Tuna Wahoo Classic. That's January 8th through April 8th. Then we have the Louisiana Gulf Coast Billfish Classic. That's May 1st through the 7th. We've got the first leg of the Swordfish Showdown. That's May 1st through the 31st. Then we have the Gulf Coast Masters, which is May 22nd through the 28th. We've got Mississippi Gulf Coast Bluefish Classic. That's June 5th through the 11th. And then the following weekend, we have the King Master, which is June 14th through the 17th. We also got a little something in the works, Mississippi Taco Fest. We're trying to put a taco tequila festival that we just got approved by the city. In. I like it. So that, that will also be June 17th. That's, we haven't put it out there yet, but that's in the works. That would go on simultaneously with the final weigh-in of Kingmaster. We'll have two events going on behind the casino. And then we'll go into July, and we have now the Texas Gulf Coast Billfish Classic. And we're going to run that out of uh, Galveston, Surfside, Port Aransas, and South Padre. So this is new. This is new. Sweet. So that's not out yet. That'll be July 26th through the 30th. And then August... First to the 31st, we have the second leg of the Swordfish Showdown. And then we'll finish off with the Boston Bluefin Classic. And that's September 1st through the 5th. And that's when Bluefin Tuna uh, quota resets up in the Northeast. So, damn, y'all, y'all are, y'all are everywhere. Yeah, I, I did not know that. I so, the whole that. Gulf, you got the whole Gulf from and Texas up to, to Florida, Boston. And then all the way Venturing around. to Boston. Boston's new. Like, it's, it's, you know, I go back to its relationship built. I'm a nobody up there. Right. That, that, I really, I've got friends up there, but not like here. Right. So that's still a work in progress. And, so, they, and they probably don't like the, the new guy from the South coming in and trying to. No, because to, you can't do that here. There's no way you're going to come set up a tournament like that in our backyard. Correct. Like, it's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So up there, it's, you know, I brought a new style of, of game up there. But you have to work with everyone. And the same thing goes here. You have to work with the, not just community, but the um, you know, just the business owners, just everyone that's tied to it that, that it impacts. Yeah. Okay. Because when someone comes to one of these tournaments, they're buying fuel. Yep. They're buying food, entertainment. They're shopping. You know, there's lots of tourism money that comes into you know the communities. Right. I bet that like with tech when you got into Texas, did you have any pushback there? Like, hey, you're not from Texas, or was it just all no, open? No, because arms? when our social media took off. It had a lot to do with the Texas events I was starting to cover because no one was – yeah, these events have been going on forever, but no one was posting their Marlin coming in. So I had friends at the weigh-ins feed me photos, and I would send them T-shirts. Anyone who sends me content from offshore, I, when they get back from offshore, they got a care package at their house. Right. right. So you know, I would give you know, swag out to everybody. And so that was – I was getting a lot of Texas boats now come to Biloxi. Because they saw, like, all right, what's going on over here? These guys are giving us all this coverage. And then they saw what we had going on. So we, you know, we had a lot of relationships being built. And, um, you know, so it was, I'm, you know, we're known over there, too. Not like, you know, so much over here, but it's a lot of the right. same people. Well, I mean, the last Billfish Classic, we went and walked the boat. I mean, there's half a hundred Texas flags flying everywhere. There's Absolutely. a ton of Texas boats. So we want to bring... This style game, you know, with a little, steep, not say a st steep base entry, but it's about $4,000 base entry with all the side action to Texas. Right. Uh, because those guys, they need something really cool and fun yeah. you know, over there too. And um, Well, in, th in this game and, and how we're fishing and what we're fishing and where we're going fishing, you can't go into it. I hate to say this, but 
you got to have some money to get into it. You you can't you can't just go out there in a fourteen foot skiff and expect to catch a guy a marlin, right? Now you you got to have some money to get into it. You fish Biloxi, you need to plan on spending twenty five grand, right? Like that's your fuel entry, food and festivities, um, and that that'll you'll have some fun on that. Yeah, but you can go way north. Yeah, especially if the casino oh, gets yeah. a hold of you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Stay out of the I casino. I didn't think about that as, a, <laughs> yeah. as an expense. Yeah. yeah Stay yeah, out of the casino. Yeah. Do you ever have any of the guys at Fish to be like, hey, maybe next time could you not do it at the casino? Because I got beat up pretty bad last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably affected a few entries. Yeah, right, 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 I mean, right. In all honesty, but um, you know, these guys, it's it's a different level of disposable income. You know, Correct. Most people aren't used to it. I mean, it's, you have to be okay with lighting your house on fire every year. <laughs> That's tough. I mean, it's that kind of yeah. money you just... But I, you probably see the same, like Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama. You probably see re, re, same There's people. There's like a core group. Yeah, that, core people that travels all over the place. Boston's got to be a whole new... For them. Do many of them travel from the Gulf to Boston? Zero. Yeah. So that's a whole that's, new... That's, that's, that's that area that you're dealing with a New England state. So this year we're doing a little bit different format. You know, it's kind of like Texas, getting into that mo- one marina, you know, balled up in one area... But giving people access to each other without having to be in the same location. So this year for Boston, we're going to come out of Boston Harbor and we're going to go into Gloucester. Right. Um, Rye, New Hampshire, Portland, and Snug Harbor in Rhode Island. So next two weeks from now, we'll be in Rhode Island for the, Ro- for the uh, New England fishing show. And that's Bluefin. That's Bluefin. Strictly Bluefin. Strictly Bluefin. God. That's sick. Yeah. But these guys, you know, they weigh them in, and then we have buyers set up. Yeah, they go, ah, straight, to, they okay. go straight to market. We've got North Atlantic traders. Some yeah. of the, you know, the guys that are buying those fish off of TV, like those are, that's another thing about Wicked Tuna. That's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> It's yeah, a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a show. Yeah, but if you know, the, if you meet these guys, because some of those guys, like Marciano, he comes down to Louisiana and fishes um, uh, with K- Katie and John Duplass and their outfit that they have going on over there. Um, so, you know, these guys. You know, when I go up there, like I'm really keen and interested on what they have going on, but they're just as interested as what we have going on down here. It's just a different different playground. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wondered about that, all these tournaments you do. What do y'all do with all the fish, you know? But y'all are catching fish that are worth money. Yeah, these so the bluefin, you know, there's a buyer. They weigh it in. It's going to the truck off okay. the market. Straight to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. They, they tag, they've got, they've got their yeah. system worked out, and yeah, it's it's going elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. So they're making, you know, they can win money off the tournament and right. then they get to sell the fish. Whereas your tournaments in the Gulf, you know, we give them back. Right. Some are done in Marlin, but we'll, we'll give them, you know, Home of Grace and different charities. Okay. And then the King Mackerel, you know, that's donated too. Yeah. Who got that sword? Can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> I like that answer. A lot of people you know. <laughs> okay. A it's lot in of people. Freezer. <laughs> All right. All right. You know, that like- was an ongoing joke because you know people would come over to my house and like that's a three hundred thousand dollar fish you got in your freezer. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, <laughs> it man, tastes really good. It's yeah. really, really good. It <laughs> tastes great. Now that I think that maybe we ate some of it. I don't know. Yeah, we could have. We could have. It's a possibility. <laughs> I don't know. That's killer, man. Y'all got a lot going on. I'm I'm, I'm impressed. I, I knew it was a lot. I didn't know it was that much. Yeah. Uh, no, it's all happened in the last the last four years you know we, I, I used to consult patients on spinal surgeries before i did events full-time and then you know i was in tampa for the past 12 years and i got full custody of my kiddos so we moved back here where all of my family's from um and that's when you know that's when i started planting seeds to do more events because i'd you know with three rugrats yeah you know, running around you know with all their activities 
cubicle life was no longer. So I yeah. had a lot of friends who were like, when I go back to Tampa, like, why don't you do more fishing tournaments? And so we brought back Kingmaster. My friends were like, hey, you run the events. We'll help you bring the sponsors. So that's literally in the last four years, we went from one to now, I think it's like 10 events. Yeah. So you did end up going some of the medical route. I did. I did. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, three kiddos, you got to have some good you got to have somebody at home <laughs> who's really probably the 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 breadwinner, right? Oh, no, my other half Molly, she she's got it down packed. She's we got a good team. We yeah. got a really good team. Um but it's uh we got a good family. Like I said, I I don't do anything without my dad. Anything I like these events to involve everyone and their grandma. Right. So that's yeah, that, give that's, me some perspective. Uh, we can relate to that because it's a family affair yeah. over here too. It's just more fun. Your pops goes, uh, your whole team travels to Boston. No, they don't. Um, a lot. So as we started doing these events where there are multi-way stations, I work mostly from the house. You know, we'll we'll set uh, different way stations. I work with the with the waymasters at these different facilities, uh-huh. and you know, I get them swag. I compensate them we all take care of each other and they're just updating leaderboards yeah because it brings in money to the marina because these guys they fuel up they right you know, it, it attracts tourism because like yesterday when hunter caballero you know went across the board you know there you see cypress cove cypress cove cypress cove paradise outfitters yeah. so it brings a lot you know going back to the marketing of the events you're marketing the teams too you know uh troxel with yeah, you know, ben, yeah his yeah. outfits so now that he's in the tournament so when hopefully he weighs a fish, yeah. <laughs> but when he does, you will see his you know his organization. Awesome. When we really put it out there. So it's basically marketing for yourself. I yeah, mean, you turn around, you put it on camera. I mean, there's tons of eyes sitting out there. Yeah, that's why I tell these guys that fish our tournaments. You know, go out dressed well, put all your swag that you want people to see. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it, this shirt. I've got we've got Emerald Lagasse um, with a dead marlin and on his boat with. With that shirt, wearing on. this shirt. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome! And if you need brown water shirts, we know <laughs> we know how to get them to you. Yeah, yeah. anybody wants to fish in them. That's it. Man. Uh, what's on the forefront? Or do you think of expansion? Do you think yeah, anything I mean, new? I mean, what, uh, what's no, going on? I'm going to hold tight with what I have. There you go. My, I, I'd been wanting to do an event in Texas. I had a, a date pop up that wasn't available for the past ten years, and I had you know my friends over there with the Houston Big Game Club were encouraging of, and wanted to help me out and get it rolling. So that was. I think that was my final one. I'd like to do other events outside of fishing. So like where Trevor Reed and Fred Salinas and um, my friend Lillian with Pepe's dabbling with his taco festival, yeah. taco and tequila festival, and seeing what that leads to. Yeah. It'd be, so that's where you're going. You're done with you, – you, you're content with the fish. You're just trying to reach out just a little bit. I mean, bit. I, if, the, if Bill Butler and them, you know, they're asking you to help out with the Nutri Rodeo next year. That'd so be sweet. It depends. There's always – there's always, always yeah. yeah. There's always there's always places. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Sounds like you got a pretty full plate as you yeah, sit I right do. there. I do. I'm content so. with what I have. Yeah, Very yeah. Content. And doing a great job at it. I mean, like I say, I've I have not hit all of your uh, tournaments, but I do hit the the billfish, and we've always and the king master. We've been the king master too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids love it too. And yeah, but no, but you guys are local, so I mean, you know, just what every, all the other events that we have going on, you, you guys are welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we try to hit all of them. We try to film. We try to do all that stuff. Like I like, see your. Um, your gear all over the place. Airports. No. Really? Oh, yeah. Thank that's you. That's awesome. Yeah, man. that's that makes us feel good. So. Yeah, yeah. It was like like Kenny's tournament. We your, your boys fished out last year with them, and we filmed them. It was it's cool, man. It's it's cool to see the local stuff. I would I would I couldn't imagine what you are because you're running into people from Texas and Florida yeah. and Alabama. And but stuff. when it comes to something personally, I want to do. You know, I'm gonna. I'd rather do Kenny's tournament or 
you know, the tournament you have coming up, that's something I'm going to do with my kids. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's awesome, great. Man. Yeah, and Angie, she said she was wearing some of our stuff. She said they just uh, used two days of the Louisiana Wahoo Tuna Classic. Uh, can't wait to get back out there. And uh, she was wearing her new brown water banter shirt. Angie's always repping our gear. Yeah, we, we, rip, we appreciate rip, 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 rip. it for that. Uh, Donnie wanted to know where he can get the brown water whiskey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's in the kiln somewhere. Yeah, uh, somewhere in the kiln. You got to look for it. Uh, Matt James was in the comments. Jordan Casting Coastal was in the comments. And our buddy Josh. Uh, and let's see, Richard Parker. So thanks, everybody, yeah. James, uh, for being in there, Jimmy. Yeah. And, uh, Where can we find you? We, we forgot all of that. Hold that out. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 I yeah, wouldn't wrap it up. I just want to make sure. Downtown. Thank everybody. <laughs> no, it's <in> my work. <laughs> <laughs> where, can we, where can we find? Where's the easiest place to get in touch well, with Mississippi Billfish Class? Well, no, 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 that, that, that rundown that you did. Is that yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. online? Like all the dates? Okay, so I need two weeks. Two weeks, and you'll be able to go to ClassicFishingEvents.com. Okay. okay. And the whole lineup will be right there. Yeah, we okay. need that because that's a lot to yeah. unpack. Yeah, no, that's... Like I said, it's all happened last four years, so we're trying to like dial it into like a one stop, you know, shop. Castnet, yeah, correct. There it is. But uh, the MGCBC Instagram goes okay. right to my phone, so that's really the best way to get a hold of me. All right, sweet, sweet. Well, we appreciate you coming in here and stopping yeah. by, man. Thanks, man. You'll see us. Yeah, you'll see us. Awesome it's your time, stuff. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, download the Brownwater Banter app if you had, and stay uh, up to date with all the stuff that we're doing as well. And uh, we're always kicking out your stuff, sharing it to yeah. the page as well. So, absolutely. Uh, we love it, man. So. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all on the next one. Yep. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to announce that we just launched our very own Brownwater Banter app. That's right. It's free to download in the App Store or on Google Play. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, it doesn't matter. It's free. Download it now. Stay connected with the Brownwater universe. Inside the app, we have links to the Tales and Scales login, the marine forecast from NOAA, tides and currents, radar, a list of all the bait shops here on the Gulf Coast, Everything you could need for a day out on the water, having fun. We've also got all the Brownwater social links right inside the app, connections to our merch shop. And if that wasn't enough, we've also built inside of it a country radio station. That's right. So you can listen on the go. I'm sure it'll evolve over time. Right now, we're calling it Brownwater Radio Music for the Outdoors. So download it now, check it out, and we hope you dig it. Water banter.